what's going on. It's Katie Kremitzos with the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm so excited that you're here today. This podcast is for you if you consider yourself a biz woman, a woman entrepreneur who is highly invested and passionate about the business that she is starting, building, growing so that you can use it as a vehicle to do great things in this world and live a life that you love. The end of the year is upon us, and most likely it has you thinking very intentionally about what you want to create for yourself and your business in the year ahead. And if those thoughts are leading you to visualizing a business that is making you more money with more harmony and happiness while doing it, then I would highly encourage you to apply for my one-year private coaching program. You know me. You know I practice and I preach creating a business that you love one that is profitable, productive, and enjoyable for you. And in the years that I have worked privately with incredible women entrepreneurs just like you, I've had the privilege of seeing just how powerful it is to put the right clarity, the right focus, and intentional actions into our businesses. And most importantly, how doing so brings results well beyond anything that we could have imagined. This is why I'm opening up just nine more spots for my one-year private coaching program. And if you are done feeling the pain of financially struggling in your business or feeling confused about what you should be focusing on or just flat out not doing what you love every day, then go apply today. bizwomenrock.com forward slash my big year. Hey, it's Ashley with Plant Centered Prep, and I'm committing to Katie's one-year private coaching program because, honestly, I've been trying to build a business on my own for years and haven't gotten anywhere. I've failed numerous times and have felt defeated over and over again. And it's not that I lack the drive, ambition, or passion. I mean, most of us women have a lot of that to offer. It's just that I don't have that business mindset. So this next year, I am so excited to finally be making an investment in myself as a woman who wants to run her own business and in what I truly believe to be my life's work and passion. I'm so looking forward to gaining clarity with my all-over-the-place ideas, having Katie's guidance and accountability along the way, and really just creating actionable steps that help me achieve my goals. I want to start laying a solid foundation for my business that will ultimately set me up for success, which I really feel like will in turn help me better serve my target community. So I cannot wait for this upcoming year. Katie has such a contagious, motivating spirit, and she's a wealth of knowledge. I have a feeling I am going to be amazed at what I can create with Katie's expertise along the way. To find out more about my one-year private coaching program and apply, go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash my big year. Applications are being reviewed as they come in and spots will fill on a first come first serve basis. Girl, it is time for you to live that dream business that you have always wanted. Let's make it happen together. bizwomenrock.com forward slash my big year. So I'm coming to you today with a very special solo episode. I wanted to be here with you today to share with you a little bit about what's been going on over the past couple of months with my business and what's going on inside of my business or businesses, I should say, for two reasons. Number one, so that I can share with you real life case studies of what has been working over these past couple of months and what has not been working 
so that you can leave with some really practical strategies, ideas, tips, all that sort of stuff on what you might be able to implement in your business. And the second intention behind this episode is really because I always feel compelled to share with you how real and raw and imperfect and beautiful this journey of entrepreneurship really is. And I hope to be able to share that with you in my own little case study. So let's just start with the recap. A few months ago, I put out a solo episode that told you all about what happened when I found out I was pregnant back in April and the fact that it completely shifted my priorities. It completely reshifted where my vision was and like what I was going towards and the destination that I had in mind for 2018 for Biz Women Rock. It massively changed everything, literally like 180 degrees. And so if you have not listened to that episode, I'm going to go ahead and put that link in here in the show notes, but I highly encourage you to go listen to that episode because what you're going to hear is that story of why that happened and what that looked like, but also what the new plan was and how what came out of finding out that we are pregnant did is took me off of this very focused path for Biz Women Rock, which for 2018 included opening up what would have been a total of four different masterminds in this latter part of the year. One of those would have been a high-end mastermind for the million-dollar-plus-in-revenue businesswomen. And three of those would have been for women who are a little lower in revenue than that. But the point being is that they would have all been these really great group programs, What also would have rolled out this year was a one-day live event that I was planning to have in June, and what also would have rolled out would have been the third annual Biz Women Rock Retreat. So just to recap, what ended up happening after finding out that we were pregnant in April and doing a lot of soul-searching as to what that now meant for Biz Women Rock's future, like immediate future, um, was that I made the very tough decision to not do any of those things and to completely be silent and let all of those things just exist off the radar, (laughs) meaning like I wasn't, I was just going to not do them for now. That was the only way, by the way, that I could make sense of that. Like, I'm just not going to do it for now. And there were a lot of emotional, hormonal life reasons behind that. Okay. That was very scary to me back in May, June, because I had been planning on that income. I'd been planning on that growth. And all of a sudden, I literally was cutting everything out. I was saying no to all of those growth things. And that was very scary. But I just decided to trust that it was the right thing to do and to put my attention just on working with one-on-one clients, okay? The other thing that came out of that was that I launched a brand new podcast network called the Women's Meditation Network. And the very first podcast that went live in that network, and still as of this moment when I'm recording, the only podcast that exists under that network so far is called Meditation for Women. 
So I want to share with you about what has happened since then, because at the point when I recorded that solo episode, I was at the very beginnings. I don't think I had even launched the show yet, or maybe I had just launched that podcast back in July. And so what I want to do is I want to share with you what has transpired since then, according to what I thought was going to happen or what I'm going to call the plan was this versus the reality of what has actually happened. Are you ready? Let's get going. Okay, so I launched the Meditation for Women podcast in mid-July of 2018. And I want to be very honest about the fact that I launched it imperfectly and very deliberately imperfectly. As somebody who considers herself pretty well-educated about the podcasting space and, and the power of a podcast as it relates to your business and a message out there, I didn't follow my own advice. My thought process was... I just need to get this podcast out and then I can like little by little work on all of these other things that need to happen. So when I launched in July, I did not have a website. I did not launch with a live website. I actually went to a big podcasting conference and I was like, okay, my goal was to launch the podcast before that conference just so I could say like, okay, that was my goal. I could launch this podcast before the conference. And I thought that I was going to have a website live and it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen that fast. So I went to that conference like talking about the podcast and had no website to give people and that was okay. So I launched with no website ready. The graphic, the podcast art that I used has since been changed and I knew it would be changed. So I launched the podcast knowing that it wasn't the end all be all most perfect art that I was going to use forever on the podcast. I had no social media presence. I want to make sure that that is very clear. When I launched Biz Women Rock back in 2014, I had a very thriving Facebook page already with thousands and thousands and thousands of women following it. And so I had people to launch too. In July, when I launched Meditation for Women, I had zero people to launch to. All I had was my Biz Women Rock community, which who has been incredibly supportive, by the way, but that's not that's not a meditation for women community, right? And then I had my own personal social media to be able to launch to. And I knew that that was going to be the case. So I just decided I'm just going to get the show out. I know that I don't have any social media set up, but I'm just going to use what I've got and think about it after that. And I had no monetization in place, meaning there was nothing set up for me to generate revenue from this podcast right away. And I'm not always the person who says you have to have that when you launch, but being a savvy business owner, like I'm constantly aware of like, okay, what is the purpose behind this podcast? And is there monetization attached to it? And if so, what are you doing for that? Right? So no website, no social media presence, imperfect podcast art, no monetization. Okay. So the plan was in July, Number one, just get up the podcast. Like, I just want to own this space. So let me just get up the podcast. My second thought was, okay, the week after, I'm going to get the website live. The third thought was, okay, then I got to create a freebie on the website so I can start collecting email addresses, right? And then number four, then I would have a monetization stream available, at least one or two. And then I would like really put the juice on marketing and really starting to get the word out there. I want to make sure that you hear that nothing happened in exactly that way uh, because things don't always happen according to plan. What really happened was that I really relied on organic growth right away for a reason I'm about to go into here shortly. Really for July, August, 
September, I did very, very little to directly market the show and to get it out there. I absolutely did a couple of podcast interviews on other people's shows. Actually, it is quite hilarious. If you want to go listen to Carol Cox's podcast, Speaking Your Brand, I'll put that link in the show notes. She and I were on there. You know, I was all juiced up. This was a couple months ago, and I was talking about the business plan strategy for what I was doing. And it's hilarious because very little of that has happened, or at least little pieces of that has have happened so far. But I, I was very impassioned and, and inspired to obviously talk about what I was doing in the meditation space and in and why I was doing this and going this route, right? So, but what ended up happening is in that time, very little attention was being put on my marketing and getting new listeners. But what was naturally happening was organic growth. People were telling their friends, I was getting one to three messages a day of somebody saying, oh my God, thank you for that meditation. That was really awesome. Or I shared that meditation with my sister or, oh my gosh, this one helped me fall asleep at night. And that was really great. Thank you so much. So for me, it was like, okay, good. Like I'm, it was validation that I was doing the right thing. Now, the reason why I really wasn't doing a lot of marketing or or didn't really come out of the gate with a lot of those things done or immediately done in the weeks after that I thought would be done was because one of the really smart marketing things that I did to launch the Meditation for Women podcast was that I did a giant giveaway to my Biz Women Rock community at large, to you, and to basically anyone else who could see me on social media. And that giveaway was asking for support, basically saying, look, I'm going to give away a 90-minute strategy session of my time. I'm going to give away 25-minute strategy sessions. I'm going to give away a free month of private coaching with me if you support this show, okay? And so I had all these different ways of how people could do that. I had forms that people filled out to let me know that they actually shared. And I got to tell you, like, I was very overwhelmed with gratitude by how many of you actually subscribed to the show, put a rating and review in iTunes, and, and just shared on social media about the meditation podcast. I was so grateful for that. What that did, though, very consciously on my part, is it allowed me a really condensed amount of weeks to execute all of these strategy sessions that I had promised, happily promised, by the way, and did for free. So I did, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I did a lot of 25-minute strategy sessions. I picked winners for the 90-minute strategy session and the winner for the one month of free coaching. And I spent basically the next month really putting all of my time and energy into all of those free sessions. And what came out of those sessions, and this was intentional, and it also surprised me. What came out of those sessions was a reminder of how much I love working one-on-one with people, like how much it really lit me up. And so all of those strategy sessions translated into seven new private clients that came out of that process, whether through the actual contest itself or in some other related way. And that garnered my calendar and took up my calendar for the remaining months of that kind of three-month stint where I really wasn't doing much of marketing. And so here is where I really want to be clear about what my emotional state was here. I was simultaneously 
getting deeper and deeper into falling in love deeper with Biz Women Rock and and the work that I was doing for each of these individual amazing women every single week through this private client work and realizing like it's okay that I let go of all of those other things and solely focused on this private client work. I was having so much fun and it takes up a lot of time and energy, right? So I was having to simultaneously forgive myself for not being able to put my full attention on the meditation for women. And something happened during those first couple of months where I just allowed meditation for women just to be. I did, like I said, I did very little marketing. And this was the reason why, because I knew I don't do well with trying to juggle way too many things. I knew that I could only put my attention on certain things. And so I was like, okay, so for right now, for this short period of time, I'm really just going to put all of my energy on my one-on-one clients and continuing to invite new one-on-one clients in between now and when I go on maternity leave. And there's going to be a time in the near future when my energy gets to shift to meditation for women. So that time came in September. So in this moment, I'm recording this on November 1st, by the way, of 2018. And so this is literally six weeks ago, five to six weeks ago. I I had my core group of clients. I knew what I was doing. I was starting to slow down on taking in any new clients because, you know, like I was running out of weeks before (laughs) maternity leave. And so I was like, okay, now my energy is ready to shift to focusing on meditation for women. There are two things that I did right away. Number one is I officially established a social media platform for meditation for women and I chose Instagram. And I'm really excited about this choice. And while I will say I do have a Facebook page for Meditation for Women, I have not done anything with it. It just sits there and it exists. So if you want to go like it, go go for it. That'd be great. But um, I haven't promoted it. I haven't done anything with that. I chose Instagram because I have been playing around with Instagram. It's something that's new and a little innovative in my opinion as far as like my attention to it. And I was like, let me just see. There are two strategies that I did immediately when I started that in September. Number one is that I have been incredibly proactive about gaining followers. So I've been very intentional about basically going out and finding people who I feel would resonate with the Meditation for Women brand and podcast and all of the guided meditations that are there. And so I've been going and actively following folks and and in return, seeing those people follow me back, right? And the other thing that I have done is I hired Shayna Weisinger with Podcast Memes is the name of her company. And what she and her team do is they create specific graphics for Instagram. They create the audiograms. They create these beautiful images that allow me to put quotes on there and meaningful sayings and pieces of what I'm saying on the podcast itself and, you know, announcements that a new show is out. And she and her team are in the process of creating great graphics for me so that I can really like up my game there and make it look really nice, be in line with my brand and the coloring and all that sort of stuff. And I have just been really intentional about making sure that I'm consistent with posting on Instagram right now. So right now it's like I've committed at least once a day. Oftentimes I do three times a day where I am sharing some stuff that is all relative and relevant to meditation and to that whole space that I'm talking to. 
I am also proud to say that in early October, I finally launched my website, meditationforwomenpodcast.com. Yes, I literally thought that I was going to do it the last week of July, the week after I launched, and it took me until early October to actually do that. So (laughs) that's okay. I am super happy with the website right now, and I will also share it's not perfect. I still don't have my opt-in up there as of this moment. Hopefully, that will be done by the time this episode goes live. You know, like I'm still filling in the show notes pages. I'm still adding on certain features that I really want to be on there. It is absolutely imperfect and it's live and it's working and it looks beautiful. So I'm really happy about that. I do have an email list and these are a list of all of the ladies who initially said that they wanted to help me promote it and share it and be part of that contest. And um, I've not done anything actively to build that list, but everyone who is on that list gets an email once a week that announces the podcast. So that is one thing that I am very cognizant of. And two other big things happened in the September, October time period. Number one is that I launched Patreon. I launched a Patreon page, which is my very first attempt at monetization If you're not familiar with Patreon, it basically is an amazing platform that allows listeners of your podcast to donate to you and to the cause of your podcast simply because they really show appreciation and want to show appreciation towards all of the free content that you're putting out there. So I launched the page. I literally just put out like a couple posts about it. I really have not yet at this point really marketed a heck of a lot about it. And I have supporters, so that's pretty cool. And it's at least something, right? Like that was just my goal. Like, let me get something up. And so once again, I just, I hope that this is very clear. Like I am all about imperfect action in this particular season of my business and my life. Another incredible thing that happened in October was that I finally got approved for Insight Timer. If you're not familiar with Insight Timer, it is an amazing app just for meditations. They have like lectures and music on there as well, but like it's really known for meditations. It's a massive community. I mean, millions and millions and millions of people listen to meditations through the app Insight Timer. I have been using that app for a little over a year now just as a practitioner of meditation, listening to guided meditations there. And so I have this idea of like, hey, I should see if I could put myself on there and put my meditations on there. So back in September, I had submitted just one of my meditations, the one called You Are Extraordinary. It's one of my favorite ones. A month later, no joke, a month later, it got approved on October 9th. And within 24 hours... I had 3,500 plays on that one episode, on that one meditation. To date, not even a month later, that one episode, which is still all I have up there, has a total of 5,356 plays. As a teacher, as somebody who is a teacher of meditation, I have 125 people following me. And this is what blows my mind. I have 459 ratings with an average of 4.8 stars out of five, which is awesome. And then this is just makes me cry every single time. I have 150 comments so far that have come in. So part of those 459 ratings of like, yes, I give her five stars. I give her five stars. 150 people who rated decided to take the time to send me a message and say, this was great. Give me a review, basically. So when I got those stats in the first 24, 48 hours, I was sitting in my bed 
reading through and I was bawling. I literally was bawling. And I have to give a little shout out to Tina Conroy, part of the Biz Women Rock community who has the Intuitive Woman podcast because she was the one who had messaged me earlier that day and just said, oh my gosh, Katie, have you checked out Insight Timer? Like you're up there and check out your numbers. And that was the first time I looked at it because I, I knew that I, that I had been approved and the, earlier that week. And I was like, yeah, 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 I got to look at those numbers. And so when Tina messaged me a couple days later and I was like, let me look at these, I sat in my bed and I bawled because that moment was the moment of like, I know that this was the right decision. I know I am validated by the direction I'm going in, even though it's been very scary and uncertain and I don't know what's coming up and everything feels brand new in so many ways that sense of awe has not stopped, which has been really, really cool. So I wanted to share some of those statistics with you from Insight Timer. I do want to make sure to share that this obviously, like those kinds of numbers from Insight Timer and being on that very specific platform really got me thinking about the fact that I want to put time and attention into a strategy just for Insight Timer because it absolutely doesn't work the same way that Apple Podcasts and the podcast realm works. It's completely different and it has its own strategic advantages and disadvantages. And so since that time, I have uploaded and submitted another five meditations And the first of those five was submitted, we're looking at four weeks ago now, and it still has not been approved. So there's there's that drawback is that the approval process takes a long time. They're very intentional about why they do that and that it's a great reason. And it's also a little limiting on my parts because I want to be able to put them all up now. But the advantage of that is that literally everyone who is there is there in that brain space of wanting to listen to meditations and really obviously with 150 comments and 5,300 listens already to just one episode, like they're really there and ready to hear this message, which is incredibly wonderful. Okay. So let me tell you a little bit about where statistics stand with outside of Insight Timer, like in the podcast arena. Okay. And these are Libsyn's statistics. Libsyn is my hosting media company. This is where I put my podcast, and as soon as I put the episodes out there once a week, they immediately go to the podcast player that you are probably listening to right now. They go to Overcast, they go to um, Stitcher, it goes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is you listen. Google Play, CastBox, all that stuff. As of today, so we're looking at about three months' time, maybe just a little over three months, since mid-July to now end of October... I have a total of 9,924 downloads. And that has been really awesome and amazing. And by the way, you also see in contrast why I want to put some time and attention into Insight Timer as its own strategy because I have half of that with just one episode up there, which is pretty cool. However, here's where it gets exciting with the statistics within the podcast arena, within Libsyn, is because the monthly momentum that's happening... Please understand once again that for July, August, and September, I did very, very little proactive marketing for the podcast. It's only been in the past month that I have actively been really promoting on Instagram for it. So, but here are the monthly numbers for the month of August, which was really my first full month of shows. I had 1,922 downloads for the month of September. I had a total of 2,633 downloads. That's an increase of over 700 downloads for that particular month. 
then here's where it gets so exciting. Between September and October, I almost doubled my numbers. So in October, I ended the month with 4,978, just shy of 5,000. That is almost doubling the numbers from that particular month. And while I have no idea what this next month will bring, what I do know is that I'm seeing the value of the intentional marketing that I'm doing right now. And I'm seeing the podcast itself gain momentum. I was very cognizant about the fact that very different than Biz Women Rock. Like when you listen to an episode here, there's rarely a reason to re-listen to an episode, right? And that's okay. That's the nature of the content of this show. But when it comes to meditations, I myself is a meditation listener. And if you are a meditation listener, typically when you find meditations that you love and you like, you continue to go back and listen to those meditations over and over again. And the way that I have deliberately structured meditation for women has been such that I am labeling them as messages that we need to hear in any given moment, um, an experience that we had that we need to really meditate on, something that we want, like all of those sorts of things. And so, you know, it one, for example, could be start your day with gratitude. One is called you're in a fight with your spouse. Like there are very real moments where you feel like, okay, I can go grab that particular meditation over and over again whenever I need it. The one I most recently uh, launched this particular week was called relax into sleep. So like, oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many times I have listened to a particular sleep meditation over and over and over, like probably hundreds of times by this point. So that part of the type of podcast that I'm putting out there, the type of content is lending itself to this kind of growth. And I believe what's organically happening is that people are loving it and sharing it just like I continue to get reminded of every single week with somebody sharing with me about their love of these guided meditations. The last statistic I'm going to give you is what my number one most downloaded show is, because this is really interesting strategically for me as far as what messages I'm putting out there. So the number one most downloaded shows show that I have with 833 downloads since it's been launched, and I think by now it's about two, two and a half months old, it was one of the earlier episodes. It's called You Are Enough. And the reason this is important to me, and I want to share it as a case study, is because I more than ever and paying attention to statistics based on how I'm continuing to put out content. So I'm really looking at what episodes are people listening to and how long are they listening and can I create more and more content like that? Like I'm already noticing just from my relax into sleep meditation that an immense amount of people are listening to that comparatively to like the first couple of days of prior episodes. So perhaps I should do a few more sleep meditations, right? So that has been really cool. Okay, so that has been the update with and sort of the strategies and actions I've been taking with Meditation for Women. And then the last thing that I want to mention that jumps us back to Biz Women Rock is what has opened up there. So I mentioned that in July, August, September, my number one focus has really been on attracting new clients into my fold. And I brought on seven amazing clients who I have so loved working with. It has completely deepened my passion for working with women one-on-one. And what came out of that work throughout those months and continues right now, since I still work with these women in my final days before maternity leave, is how much of a need there is and how much I would love to provide deeper 
strategic support and guidance for women on a long-term basis. So what I decided to do, as you heard in the very beginning of this podcast, is that I am opening up a one-year private coaching program for 10 women who are really serious about making some major shifts in the year to come. And I've structured that program so that it could be in line with what I need it to be, which is that it starts in March of 2019 and it goes through March of 2020. I did that for two reasons. The primary reason is because mm, I'm about to go on maternity leave and have a baby. And it is a little ridiculous for me to think that I could start like ready to roll in January after just a few weeks of having a newborn. So I figured I would give myself that space. And I also know about myself that I'm going to be ready and fired up to like do this deep work once March comes around. And it has the added benefit of being able to capture end of year, beginning of year, 2019, 2020, within that time period together, which I think is a really powerful time to make sure that we have the stability of being together. So I basically just started putting that information out there to my current clients. Two of the 10 spots are taken already, which is pretty awesome. And so if that's something that sounds interesting to you and you really want to make some big shifts and moves in your business this year, go fill out the application. I am putting that link in the show notes here as well. So I'm saying all this because this gives you an idea of the landscape of what's going on in my business right now. As I sit here... In this moment, with two weeks left of work (laughs) before I go on maternity leave, there are a couple like major to-do items that I still have in my head. The first is that I really want to create and will create a paid course for the Meditation for Women banner. And that course is most likely going to be a 10-day course on how to live a life that you love. And each of those 10 days are going to have an audio programming of like a minor kind of spoken lesson from me, but the majority of it is going to be a guided meditation that then infuses that particular day's lesson. And so the thought process is, is I just want to create this course. Don't take me on this in this moment, but like my thought process is like, okay, 10 bucks for a 10 day course. Like, let me just get something up there before I go on maternity leave. So I can just see, like, let me see what happens. Is this something that people will like? I think it is. Is this something that people will purchase? How will they respond to it? When I'm working with clients, this is what I call like experimental phase. Like I'm very conscious about the fact that I'm experimenting with a lot of new stuff right now, knowing that I'm going in with my best strategic guess, okay? So that is a big goal of mine. There's obviously the logistics of needing to prepare enough guided meditations for the podcast so that I don't have to do anything for the next few months, which I'm on my way of doing. And same thing for the Biz Women Rock podcast. So you should be forewarned and know in the best of ways that there are episodes that are coming out and that I've prepared for that between now and March, I believe, that will allow me to sort of take a break and not have to do interviews and not have to produce the content in this moment. That's part of preparing and batching, right? So that is the landscape of what's going on. Here is the emotional stuff that I really want to make sure to communicate in all of this. When I made this decision in May and June and officially launched Meditation for Women in July and was now set on this path, this very, very new path, I had the expectation that I would complete 100 things. I'm just making that number up, but you get what I'm going at here. I really had the expectation that I would complete 100 things before this time, before November 1st. 
And the reality is, is that out of 100 things, I probably have accomplished eight. And that has been a really hard pill for me to swallow in some senses because I go, 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 and I accomplish and I do things, right? But there's been this other massive thing here in this equation that I haven't talked about yet, which is the fact that I'm pregnant. (laughs) And this pregnancy has just been a little bit different than my prior pregnancy. I've been a little bit slower. I have moved a little heavier. I have had definitive phases of feeling less and less energetic. But I will say that I have not had the yuckies of the first trimester again, thank goodness. I have been in great spirits, but I have noticed that I absolutely don't work at the capacity that I would normally work at had I not been pregnant this whole time. And I'm totally okay with that. I have surrendered to that over and over and over and over again every time I start to get frustrated with myself. And it's worth noting because I talk about schedules so much and I talk about being intentional with your time that it's been about a month now that my daughter who usually goes to daycare three days a week, and I usually have her on Wednesdays and Fridays, has been going four days a week because I've been needing an extra day to myself, partially to recover from the intense energy that I'm putting in with my one-on-one clients, and partially to actually, you know, like prepare for this kid who's coming. (laughs) So my Wednesdays have been filled with like nesting and reorganizing the house and then catching up on some work and, and sometimes not doing anything other than like letting myself be all day. So it's been that. It's been really important for me to constantly stay in tune with what I really need and what is the best for all parties involved. And just little by little, I've been doing that. What happens in the back of my mind, as I'm sure that you can identify with, is that there's all these never-ending reigns of here's what I should be doing or here's what I could be doing. I mean, I literally, I could be doing so much with my YouTube channel for Meditation for Women that I've barely touched and barely done every single week that the episode goes up there. But like, I really haven't done much with it. I've experimented with live streaming. Facebook, I barely have even touched. Instagram, there's a gazillion other ideas that I have that I just have not implemented. The graphics, the sharing of stuff. Every single week, there's an episode that comes out for the Meditation for Women podcast. And there's a story behind why I created that episode. And I want to write that story and make that a big deal and do all those things that I quote unquote should do, right? Like write the story, let that exist as all of these different ways of sharing that content and repurposing that content. It just doesn't get done. It rarely gets done. (laughs) I could be doing Alexa briefings. I could be having these little mini components of not only Biz Women Rock, which will end up happening, by the way, in the new year, but definitely of the meditations to give like a little mini meditation, right? So people can experiment with it. That is not happening. I had planned at this point to have two new shows launched under the Women's Meditation Network banner. Not And while, by the way, I do have two people I am in communication with who are very likely launching shows under my network banner, it's not happening right now. And ultimately, that's all okay. And this is really the point that I want to drive home with my heart and my soul and my strategy. You are exactly where you need to be. And had I pushed myself throughout these months to have accomplished all of these things and to have actually like achieved these big milestones that I really thought that I was going to achieve by now... I would have achieved them. That would have been great. But I just, I wouldn't have been happy. I wouldn't have been enjoying this process. I would have been super stressed out. 
Uh, and I wouldn't have been enjoying my family. I, and I definitely wouldn't have been taking care of myself. And please don't get me wrong. I have, I have bumped up on that ceiling of, oh my gosh, I'm too stressed. Oh my gosh, I'm taking on too much. Like I have, I have bumped up on that boundary and that has been my little red flag to say, slow down, Katie, slow down. What do you need to do to slow this down? You know, you're about to have a baby. You're doing work just by, you know, developing this kid inside of you. That's enough. <laughs> and you're trying to do all these other things. And so I've, I have had many, many times throughout these months of having little reality checks with myself. And that has been really great and necessary for me to continue to stay on this path that I know I'm here to be on and giving myself an immense amount of grace for not having all the things done. And it's okay. It's been totally okay. And I'm two weeks away from maternity leave, feeling incredibly confident that everything that that needs to happen while I pause for a little bit is going to happen and in the business and with my family life. Like, so much excitement. So much space is here and available to welcome our new little family member into our family, you know, welcome our new little girl and expand the love that is ready for her here. So that is where I am in this moment right now. And that's really the ultimate message that I wanted to share with you, which is you're exactly where you need to be right now. Stop beating yourself up for all the gazillion things that are not done or that you should do. And I want to make sure you hear that I feel those too. And I'm constantly doing the work to stay in tune with myself and what I really need in order to know what the right next thing is for me to do. I hope that you have enjoyed this little behind the scenes view of what's been going on with Biz Women Rock, what's been going on with Meditation for Women, and ultimately what's been going on inside my heart, my head, my soul. And my intention is, is that I hope that this inspires you to know that the journey that you are on as a woman entrepreneur is ultimately 100% decided by you. Stop looking at what everyone else is doing around you. Stop feeling the pressure of what you should do and just be in tune with yourself and have faith and trust that you know what to do next. And let the statistics that you're seeing in whatever experimenting you're doing and whatever you're putting out there, let those statistics be what continues to give you the validation to move forward. These statistics of these numbers for Meditation for Women continue to inspire the hell out of me to keep moving forward with this and validate the massive shift that I made earlier this year, that I know that this is the right move. And that whatever shifts that you're making in your life and in your business are not so black and white. You know, there was a part of me that when I decided to make this move towards the meditation arena, there was a part of me that was like, well, maybe maybe this means that, you know, I don't have much time left with Biz Women Rock. I, I didn't know. I didn't know that answer. But it didn't take very long for me to realize, like, I am not done with this conversation. I am not done serving you. I love this work. It lights me up. So I'm going to stay here and continue to do it. And I'm the one who gets to decide what that looks like and how that fits into the lifestyle that I'm living right now in this season. And it gets to also coexist with this new and innovative thing that I get to do. So 
No one else gets to tell you what your business and your life looks like. You are the one that gets to decide that and gets to take imperfect action that takes immense amount of courage. So I just want to make sure that you know that I see you taking that imperfect action and I see you showing up every day with courage. And my hope is that you will relinquish the stress, the pressure, the expectation, whether it comes from yourself or from others, so that you can live purely and really enjoy this journey. That's what it's all about. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm really looking forward to continuing this journey with you. I'm looking forward to sharing my little baby girl with you and all of the great things that are coming up, not only for the Biz Women Rock community, but for what I feel like I'm here to do and the gifts that I'm here to give to women all over the world through all of the fun stuff that I am privileged to do. I love you, girl. Have a great day. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I never take it for granted that you, a very busy and high-performing woman entrepreneur, listens to the Biz Women Rock podcast. If you got any value out of today's show, if there were any aha moments that you had, I would so appreciate you turning around and sharing it with another woman entrepreneur who needs that aha as well. From me and the entire Biz Women Rock team, we'll see you on the next episode.